The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior, though my father and my mother forsake me. The Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not hand me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. 
the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I wonder what is your biggest fear? This last week, one of my fears, being the dentist, became a very real fear when I went twice in three days. Well, it just didn't work, basically. I had to keep going back. And another time I think I know for me that my fears are maybe as heightened as they ever are is in the middle of the night. So hopefully this will go okay. But coming up to Christmas is when hopes and fears maybe come more into the daily narrative. Some of them silly, some of them serious. Take the Christmas fridge, for example. Some people are not enough people, and some people are there is too much people. I think I'm a there is not enough, and there's always, there ends up always being too much. You will know, and you'll know on your row, who is which. The Christmas fridge can be an excessive beast uh, at times, I have found. What about fears of presents? Receiving a bad one and having to pretend that it's really, really good. The right reaction to it, so important. Especially in those times maybe where you're meeting in-laws for the first time and you get something you didn't really want. I've seen it done well, and I've seen it done very badly. Family in general, kind of trying to be deliberate and the hopes and the fears that you might have around traditions. Are they going to go well this year? Will traditions be respected as new people come into the family or will they be changed? And it might even be wonderful. There's hopes and there's fears for so many at Christmas. Hoping in the good versions of all those things happening and fears that it might all go wrong. But imagine if all your hopes and fears could be sorted right now, the things that really, really matter. A place where humanity's deepest hopes and the fears that we all have living in the world that we do, imagine that there was a place that they could go. Hopes met and fears stilled. In today's psalm, the, what is the writer's response to fear? It's King David writing, he's not yet king, although he knows he's going to be, and he's running away from then king Saul, so he must be scared, terrified, running away from this person, and yet he starts this psalm with such confidence. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Not just general truths, as true as they might be, but he says them of himself, he says, my. And for us this, tris, this Christmas, if we trust in Jesus, we can say exactly the same thing. The psalmist goes through some turmoil in the next few verses, needing to come to God deliberately in prayer, being scared, feeling guilty and ashamed as we go through the passage, surrounded by enemies. And I don't need to tell you that in this world there will be troubles that are big and there will be individual challenges that we face. We know that to be the case. We need help. We feel fearful sometimes, we feel guilty, we feel ashamed, maybe even we feel surrounded. And at Christmas time, we remember God coming into the world as Jesus, the one who overcame death. In our gospel reading, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The psalmist answers these fears within the psalm itself. One thing I ask, he says, what would your one thing be, I wonder? His was to dwell 
with the Lord, to dwell with Jesus. One thing I ask, to dwell in your house forever. Carrying on just past that in verse five, he's kept safe. It answers the question of, of how can I die? I'm kept safe because I know the Lord. And what does the psalmist do? What does he do to be deliberate in responding in these moments? Verse eight gives us a clue to that. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. There is a place for our hopes and our fears this Christmas, and it's Jesus. A chance to seek him, a chance to have a new perspective. David's desire in verse four shows us David's heart, and the Bible says that David is a man after God's own heart. He's on the run. Maybe his request should have been, get me out of trouble. But actually, he says, I want to dwell with you forever. The perspective, the focus being on eternity, on wanting to have deep communion with his God, the light and life of all mankind. He's focusing on the future. And in that, he's knowing peace in the present. One thing I ask, I wonder what ours would be. We hope in many things, don't we? We hope in security, status. Can I say in Jesus, we can all find what we actually need. What a relief. <laughs> Hopes met in Jesus. But it is a challenge for us this Christmas to be deliberate about that. Maybe you've never actively decided to look into who Jesus is, to seek him like the psalmist does in this psalm. Can I tell you, it's the best decision that you'll ever make, and I'd encourage you to seek Jesus out this Christmas, to decide that the mess and the darkness of this world you may find light and life in Jesus. You won't be disappointed, I can assure you. David in this psalm had it right. The things of this earth will pass away, but there is an eternity with Jesus offered to all who choose to follow him. When we meet baby Jesus at Christmas time, we know now him as the Jesus that we read about in our gospel passage today, and him was life, and that life was the light for all mankind. The one we know about as we sing the words, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. We know him as the Jesus who lived and died and rose again, and we celebrate that in communion later in this service. So we need not quiver darkness or death. He is our light and our salvation. We need not fear the unknown. Christ is stronger than any other power. Our stronghold, we, we couldn't be more secure when we find ourselves with Jesus. Remembering this same Jesus means at Christmas we have a place for our fears. It's in him. At Christmas we have a place to put our hope and it's in Jesus. So I wonder what are your hopes and fears even now as you sit here? What are your hopes and fears for tomorrow? What are your hopes and fears for this year as we usher in Christmas? I'm gonna end by praying the final verses of today's psalm. And I wonder whether you might want to, in your own way, echo that prayer in your heart, either for the first time or, or being deliberate about saying it again and saying, I'm going to put my hope in Jesus and I'm gonna bring my fears to him. This Christmas, we can remember the impacts of the word becoming flesh and what it means to us today. The verses say this, I remain confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. 
Today and this Christmas time, we can bring our hopes and fears, the silly and the serious, to Jesus, knowing that when we seek the one thing, we have a place to go. Our deepest hope met in Jesus. Our deepest fears stilled in Jesus this Christmas. The light and life to all mankind. And that includes you and me. Amen.